What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. I'm your host, Adam. So on today's episode, I've got a few shorter kind of shorter topics, I guess. I mean, I'll kind of say my opinion about some of the stuff, and then <clears throat> depending on how long it goes, we'll see we'll see what happens with the episode itself. Uh, so first, this week, Tops uh, released a set, uh, a new set, the messy curated set that was designed by him. Now we've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, we've seen this set made for like Vlad Jr. got a set. We had uh, Fernando Tatis. We had um, Bryce Harper, uh, Lindor, and then Gary V had a set. So this is the first one for soccer. So it has it's 50, 50 cards on the checklist, but the checklist basically consists of like ten messy related cards and then forty cards of other players in the Champions League, I believe. And I think that's how we're going to see a lot of Topps products like this in the future because <clears throat> what we've seen from... Uh, so Topps Chrome, they it's pretty clear that what they have to do is they have to be Champions League if they want to be including the Premier League uh, because of a licensing, some sort of licensing, I mean, it's not really an issue, but some sort of licensing thing where uh, if the Champions League is involved in the set or whatever, they can include the Premier League teams because recently, last year, uh, Panini got the licensing for the Premier League. So, like, they came out with their Premier League product, um, and we probably won't see anything Premier League from Tops specifically, but we probably will see Premier League in there because, you know, yeah, the Tops also has the Bundesliga, which is the uh, which is the German League. We didn't see any... Uh, we, we didn't see any Pulisic cards like when from his rookie year, but 2017-18 we did see those Pulisic cards. Uh, so the there was two sets that came out basically. There was a $25 base set, and then there was a $500 set with an autograph, which is already sold out. So I'm sorry if you were able to spend $500 on that autograph. And I don't. I, the weird thing was that I couldn't find a checklist at all. Like when I was looking, like the Gary V set when it came out, there was a checklist and. I don't know, like, I'm not sure if they aren't coming out with the checklist until the print run is done, but it seems weird. Like, I think what, I think maybe what happened was that the Gary V set, I believe they were $50 a piece and they were selling for like $120, like because of the auto checklist was like insane. Like Trout was on there, like Otani was on there, Vlad Jr., Tatis. They were all, all the like main guys were on there for that Gary Vee checklist. Uh, Eloy was on there. Um, Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez was in there. Um, so that could be one reason why there's no checklist for the set yet. But at the same time, if it's $500, I think... Because it, I, and I'm not 100% sure if the set only came with messy autographs, but to me, it seems kind of high. Like, I don't know, like, maybe, and I, I'm not, I don't know that much about autographs, so, like, this could be one one thing that maybe I just don't have the knowledge on, but, like, I don't think messy autographs are $500, so, like, maybe if they're numbered, like, they did sell out, so I'm, if, I, if I had to guess, I'd say the sets probably are numbered. Um, they, I guess we won't know how many messy sets there are, or at least autographs, until they come out, because I think they said that they're not... The print run for those first few sets 
They said that they don't have the... They, they have a limited number of them, but they haven't come out with how many exactly there are. So I don't know if it's a print-on-demand set or if it's just a uh, set that they have a certain amount of and that they're trying... Then they're Once they sell out, they sell out. So, you know, I don't know if there's going to be like a, any type of like flip opportunity with this set itself, but, you know, I think I might pick up one or two just to potentially maybe open them because i mean 25 bucks isn't so bad like that's a reasonable amount and i like obviously as you know i'm a fan of soccer so that's obviously one reason why i would get the set and i don't know like i said there are some other images like i know sancho is on the set i know Polistic on Polistic's in there with chelsea um i know suarez from barcelona you've got um the guy with the blonde hair from uh, Manchester City is on there. So, I mean, you have some pretty big names. I don't know where those base cards will eventually sell um, in, like, the long term of how much value they're going to have. But I think clearly Tops wants to be selling these sets. So, like, it feels like this first set is just the starting point for what they could do with soccer in the future. Like, we could see, like, a Ronaldo set or... Um, I don't know, maybe an Mbappe set, because that would be kind of interesting. Like, maybe if he goes somewhere next year and they want to put together a set for him, or if, I mean, whatever. Whatever their circumstances are, he could have a set as well. I mean, I think it's, I like the sets just because they're kind of cool. It's like a different type of thing that Topps has. But, like I said, I don't know how much flip slash resale value the $25 base set will have, but we'll see. I think it's going to be a cool set. The second topic on today's episode is the very exciting announcement last week that Topps, uh, obviously coming out with Heritage coming up this this week. Last week they came out with the checklist for Heritage, and I mean a lot of my opinions about the product itself is very they're very similar, just in the fact that like I mean the checklist obviously is ridiculously good. Uh, we got tons of crazy rookies coming out of that set. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's with Bowman. Well, I mean, not Bowman. Excuse me. With, with uh, Heritage, this usually the first few sets of the year are going to be a little bit overproduced. So, like, you're going to see prices of these rookie cards probably not be too crazy. Like, I would even say this might be a good opportunity to buy some of the action short prints for these rookies because, like, I mean, they're going to be there. We know that, and. Actually, I need to take a look. Actually, I forgot to check to see because I thought last year it was right on the checklist. I would imagine that's like one of the big things in there, the short print, uh, the short, the, the short action short prints. So like that'll if, if those are in there, that'll be a great opportunity because like there's going to be a decent amount of them. And I mean, I don't know. So I forget if Heritage High Number is just an extension or if it's a new checklist with new cards, but... For this, I mean, for this first set, you're going to see all of these, like, main rookies that were in top Series 1. Um, and, you know, I, I actually sold a bunch of my Series 1 cards. I need to calculate the total. Um, but I basically sold all the rookies that were coming out of there. And for the most part, most of them sold above 99 cents. Um, so, I mean, that's that's obviously good. I think I pulled, like, a decent amount of rookies. Like, I think I, the most expensive one that I sold was... Uh, our tedious Akuno, I think his card sold for like eight bucks. It was a uh, rainbow foil, so like that's obviously going to mean that's if you're 
pulling that card out of the box, you are basically making half of your money back on the box. I mean, sort of. I mean, I, I know, understand there's fees and everything, but for the most part, so like that kind of like, I don't know, it sort of is the same, gets me into not really the third topic, but I'm going to kind of mix together Top Series 1 and Top's Heritage just because with these early products, we're going to see a lot of the same uh, trending slash like information about like print run and cost of the cards like heritage the cards are usually a little bit cheaper um at least for the base not the action short prints are usually more expensive than like base tops but um you'll see that like i don't know where i don't know what the lots are going to be but there's also like so much of it like it's it, it's similar with throughout the year essentially and especially with heritage because if you go into like target or something heritage is usually one of the products that the target or the walmart will have throughout the whole entire year and like even if they even if Her heritage up to, uh heritage high number yeah heritage high number i was gonna call it heritage update it's funny if even if heritage high number is out there's probably a better chance that stores are going to have the first Heritage Baseball rather than Heritage High Number. Um, so, like, you're going to see, the, and especially because, like, with at least Tops Series 1 and Series 2 and Update, there's at least three throughout the whole entire year. With Heritage, there's only the two. So, like, that means, that means I think they, I can't imagine they print more, but, like, I think people buy it less, so it's always, like, available in the store. And, I mean, personally, like I said, it's my probably, like, second or... It's probably my second favorite rookie card. So, like, for me, I'm looking at the... Because it has... And I'm not sure... I think it's because it has, like, the older designs, and I like, I like when they reuse designs in sets, sort of. I think that's maybe... A, that's why I like them, because... Um, I think sometimes the new designs can get a little crazy, uh, so I like when they use some of the old concepts. And I mean, I mean, that's what they're doing. Like they they've got the 1985 inserts in Series One. They've got Heritage. I mean, you've got Throwback Thursday, which I think is probably one of the most underrated underrated print on demand sets there are, just because of the the reuse of these classic designs that I really like. Uh, so with I think, what was I saying with uh, Series 1? I was saying that... Oh, so... The money that you're spending on Series 1. Now, I don't know how this will end up going long-term. But for me, the two boxes that I open, if I were to sell... And I know it's a lot of work. Once you open the packs, you don't want to sell the cards. But, like, look, I don't want to... I, I don't like complaining about boxes if I can't... If I can make my money back on the box, like, I can't complain. Like... And if you're selling all the cards in the box, like if you're selling all the rookie cards and you just put them up for 99 cent auctions, like you should be able to sell all the rookie cards for 99 cents in theory. Like, and I don't know, I forget how, I think I got like, I logged a lot of the cards. Like I did that on Instagram the other day, uh, Instagram Live. And then what ended up happening was that some of the cards, like they didn't really have much selling volume. So I just said 99 cents because like they didn't really even have that many up. So like, I don't think people are selling some of the like other rookie cards, but like that's what you're going to find. Like, so you basically 99 cents, you could start it at like a cent and maybe you'll sell it for 50 cents. But like at that point, at that point, if you're not, if you're not selling the card for at least a dollar and 
charging 50 cents or 99 cents for shipping, like, you're just getting rid of the card and losing money and making more work for yourself because, like, if, I mean, it costs 55 cents for a stamp, so, like, however much you spend for that, and, I mean, I don't know how much envelopes you, I would send, if you're sending a card that's less than $10, you should be sending it in a paper envelope. Uh, all you need to really do is just get, like, one of the long, uh, I think they're the number... 11 envelopes if I'm not mistaken get one of those and then you just take the paper and you put the card in the middle of the paper and you fold it in threes and the but you want to probably get envelopes that are like at least a little bit heavy duty like just because you don't want the card obviously if it's going through the mail I mean when I don't know sometimes it can be tough sometimes because I know a lot of people complain about like how people send cards in the mail and that's like a I wouldn't say it's like an issue in the hobby, but like there is there is a few times that I've seen people get cards and they've just been like folded in half. Um, so I mean that could be annoying if you're a obviously it's annoying if you're a collector, but if you're I mean if you're sending if you're sending a card if over ten dollars, you should just have the shipping be like three fifty and then just do a bubble mailer. Um, if you do the shipping through eBay now. I know there's a bunch of ways you can do shipping that actually save you money, and which is something that I should do, realistically, but I don't currently. But, like, if you're shipping the cards, just buy a bunch of, like, 8x10. I think it's 8x10. No, it might be... It might be 6... I forget the size, but it's, like, the smaller envelopes. I think... I think it might be five by eight if I'm not actually now that I'm thinking about it. Five by eight envelope, like bubble mail envelopes. You can get them from Amazon. You can get them for like 10 cents, like 20, 10 cents a piece, whatever. Uh, if, you're, if you're selling a card over $10, make sure you're doing that. But if it's under $10, like, and you can make the decision what you want to do. Like if you think the card is worth $9 or $8, you could still do 350 shipping and send it in a bubble mail or whatever. But if you're not selling the card for like at least 99 cents, like you're, you should just give it away because you're just, I don't know, maybe not, but you should just potentially think about just giving it away because like realistically you're, you're going to run into an issue where you, you're actually maybe potentially losing money by, if you sell it for less than a dollar and you don't charge for shipping, um, that could be an issue just because you're paying money for the stamp and you're paying money for the envelope, whatever, just to get rid of it. Um, so, I mean, I sold all the cards. I need to calculate it up. I mean, I was kind of surprised because... I'm actually just going to pull up my eBay right now and take a look. Um, yeah, we had a Kuno, sold, a Kuno Rainbow sold for $8. The uh, Jordan Alvarez sold for $3.30. The Red Turkey Boba Shet sold for $99. I mean, nothing really too crazy. Um... The thing I was a little bit surprised by was that the actually the the Boba Shet that I put up actually didn't even sell. Like it's going through auction again. And then same with the Artadius Akuno, just the base card. It didn't even it didn't even sell. So like that was kind of interesting to me because like that I don't know, I'm not sure what I did wrong. Like if I listed it wrong or something, or if like like maybe it just got uh, like caught in the machine that is eBay where there's so many listings that people don't even people didn't even see the listing like I mean it had views and it had people watching it so I don't know why 
like it just was surprising to me because I was expecting that car to sell for like five bucks and it didn't sell at all. So I mean, it's gonna be back up on eBay now. So I mean, if you want a Boba Shut, look out for mine because it's 99 cents and you if you get lucky you might even be able to buy it for 99 cents um so i don't know if you know i don't like saying that there's value in buying boxes but series one has been very good so far um and there's some really good rookies coming out of series one that there may be a little bit of value i don't I wouldn't say go into it thinking that you're going to get value, but like go into it buying the packs and having fun opening them and then realizing that if you wanted to sell all the cards, you could make a significant amount of your money back, which is the case with most cards. I mean, most boxes at least. If you're if you're buying like National Treasure or like any of these crazy high-end boxes, like sure, those are much more of a gamble than buying like a $20 box from Target. Um because with those with those high end boxes, you could pull. They're not only rookies in the national treasures, so like you could pull like a random player and have it not be worth the. I mean, there are some boxes that sold on eBay, um, and I actually maybe I don't really know that much. So national treasures is a market that I want to get into, but I don't really know that much about it. But so there's been. There's been some pre-sale boxes that have sold on eBay for over 10 grand for the case, which is a four four box case. And I believe there's only three to four cards within the box. Um, but I mean, National Treasures is this year's Zion, like the the I'm I'm calling it a base, but like it's not really base, but I think the lowest number or the highest number, I guess you could look at it either way is numbered to 99. Um, so where I think that, I mean, that Zion could, like we're seeing crazy priced low number Prism Zion selling for pretty crazy. And then also like you're seeing his um, PSA 10 base rookies are selling for like three, 400 bucks. So like, I don't even know. I'm not, I, I can't even, I can't even make a prediction where I think those cards would be. And if they're in the six figures, that wouldn't surprise me. Like if it's, if it's over a hundred grand for one of the for the first one for sure. I mean, for the first number to ninety nine. I mean, the one of ninety nine obviously is jersey number, and I mean, I think that's one thing that's going to annoy people with Zion going forward is if he always wears number one. Anytime it's one of whatever, you're going to have a jersey number. Like you had the Luca jersey number seventy seven of ninety nine sell for like two hundred fifty k or something like that, which I think that was pretty significant. I think that was interesting because what ends up happening with, like, so with Luca specifically, I feel like you're not going to see as many good Luca cards that are jersey number because he's number 77. So, like, with National Treasures, there's only one set of those cards that are going to be selling for... There's only one set of the cards that are numbered to 99 that are going to have his number in there. So that's another reason. Like, that could be... I think there's a chance that that jersey numbered card could be like a one of one jersey number because I don't think within National Treasure I don't think there's any other numbered cards that go up to 77. So like his jersey number could be more significant than other players because of it being 77. I mean that's an odd number. I'm not 100% sure why he chose that number specifically. I mean maybe maybe because he wanted that number to be the only number 77 retired like eventually one day. Um, or become the first person. I don't know. Whatever. But, so that's the thing. So National Treasures, that's coming out in April. 
um, along with like a couple other important soccer sets. I mean, April is going to be a crazy release. You're going to see Bowman will be coming out. I mean, Bowman's going to be absolutely insane. Um, Heritage comes out next week. I mean, you got some you got some pretty pretty solid releases coming up. I mean, this year I think with Zion and with these rookies from Tops, I think you got a pretty strong year. Um, and I think you know next year I'm not super. I don't know which car, like which players are coming out of the draft this year that are going to be for basketball at least. I don't know the draft is going to be as strong like where these past two years you've really seen like a Luca and a Trey and you've seen the jaw and Zion and they've just come out and just balled right away. Like there's James Wiseman, I think his name is. He was at Memphis and then he got in trouble for, I think he took money from somebody. So like he got in trouble for that. But like, I'm just not seeing the players coming out of this next draft. So like, that's why I think maybe another reason you're seeing so much crazy hype from this draft. Um, but, I mean, that's going to be it for the episode. I think at the beginning, I didn't say that you can follow me on Instagram, but you should follow me on Instagram. You should follow me on TikTok. Um, Twitch, I've been going live and playing FIFA on Twitch if you're interested in that. Uh, if you go to the link in my Instagram bio, that's where you'll find me everywhere else throughout the internet, basically. Um, but that, So that is going to be it for the episode, everybody. Um, I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you in the next one. Uh, bye-bye.